Hello, everybody, and welcome to Running in Circles. This is episode 55. I am Mike Kilmer. Today, I'm joined by Mr. Luke Kowalski. Oh, this is Kenny, <laughs> the shape of Luke. <laughs> I play Diablo 3. Uh, I'm like the seventh best in the world. I don't like anything else, but I play Diablo 3. <sighs> but hello, it's Luke. How are you? Thank you also, for having me. Also, Todd and Ryan are here, as oh, usual. Yeah. yeah. Um, thank you, Luke, for that entertaining <laughs> yeah, that was, intro. No problem. Um, Good amazing. to have you back. Good hey, to have you back. Glad to be back. Yeah, guys. you missed a couple of uh, Android text tones during that intro. Yeah. <laughs> that would have really fleshed it out. <laughs> and random fantasy football plugs. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried. Right to Sandre's sandwich. Yeah. He's going to be amazing. <laughs> Cleveland Browns open. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so Kenny's on his way back from Florida. He's in the, like Atlanta right now or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's he's driving. So Luke is here to graciously fill in for him. Yes. Yay. Thank you, Luke, for yes. hey, filling no in for the Kenny. Thanks, Luke. No problem. And I don't play Diablo 3. <sighs> That's fine. It's fine. We've, 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 it. we've all played enough Diablo 3, I think. <laughs> yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I've got almost 400 hours logged now on the wow. Xbox One. Cool. That's just the Xbox. <laughs> and you probably got another 300 logged on your yeah, PC. Maybe like two. Maybe like two. What's Diablo three? <laughs> a lot of Diablo two. three. One of my favorite games of all time. So. It's really good. So sorry. Somebody asked me that the other day. Like, what is your favorite game of all time? Hmm. Do you guys actually know the answer to that question? Yep. Mine's The Witcher three. Yeah, it's up there. Oh, it's top five man. for sure. Mine's then it's me. Resident Evil four. After that, mine's Breath of the Wild. Easily. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Easily. That, yeah, I, mean, yep, I get that. I, I would, mean, I would. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Just like for like sheer fun factor like there's there's a lot of different like genres or like other questions you could throw at me where i could say like oh the witness is my favorite puzzle game yeah that's a great game too so that is also the free game this month on xbox so get it if you don't know yes please get it great game i would say for me i guess it's kind of a split between uncharted 3 and uh red dead okay okay yeah. Really yeah. love. I'd agree with Red that. Dead. Three though. Huh? I would have getting... said two probably, not three. If I was, I like three. Uncharted. I really like three. Although I think four was actually uh, better than both. Four of was, them. yeah. Um, it's just a great series. Period. It really is. Yeah. Of World of Warcraft. Yeah. Okay. Or yeah. Diablo three. Probably yeah. one of those. Yeah. <sighs> Fire. <laughs> Fire. Probably World of Warcraft. I played that game for like yeah. half a, a waking year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, before Literally. I before before The Witcher, uh, it was definitely Resident Evil Four. That game is insanely good. Yeah, uh, I remember yeah. just playing that and not expecting it to be anywhere near as good as it was, and it just blew me away. Yeah. And then not being able to like beat it for like probably a good like four months, putting the game in in college to show Todd the game and then beating it that night. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, good experience. So yeah, yeah, very good experience game right there. Yeah. Classic. But yeah, what have you guys been up to recently? Other than uh, extending winter? Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Like, what the fuck? Jesus. Fucking April. It's like yeah. mid to late April. It's, and it's still, still snowing. 40 degrees and snowy and gross. Yep. And, yeah, we're trying to get out disc golfing, but it's just it ain't weather happening. is not cooperating it ain't whatsoever. Nothing. But yeah. I mean, we've been doing some winter stuff, though. Yeah. With uh, Gloomhaven. Nice. So still, we, still ripping away at Gloomhaven. Playing a fuckload of board games, yeah. basically. That's what awesome. I've been doing. I guess, yeah, fuck it. I guess we can lead off with that. Yeah. We haven't yeah. talked about it yet. No, you yet. haven't. You've made mention to it, but we haven't actually discussed it. So, yeah, it's like the hermit of 
hermit, 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 hermit board game. I think Ryan said it's going to take you years to finish. It'll so. probably take us two or three years. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> to finish. <laughs> <laughs> like what hermit, you have Hermit, hermit, hermit. Yeah. So just it's not like one long game. Like that would be crazy. So it's basically it's like a role playing game <laughs> system. So it's like a comp like. They take the combat basically of like a D and D dice roll style, stuff. yeah. But yeah, without the dice, basically. Oh, yeah, um, <laughs> it's it's yeah. So I guess we should. I'm just gonna give like a broad picture of it. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's got like the scenarios of D and D where there's like you know a hex based tile setup that you're doing where there's some bad guys that you're fighting. You have your teammates that you're working with, um, and you're trying to like overcome these little battles. And there's a series of I think there's 120 of them hmm. battles the, the scenarios yeah yeah scenarios so think about it yeah it's like basically like a massive video game rpg hmm. um, and those are all like the quests basically that you do yeah they all have their own like f- like i, w- I want to say flavor text but it's like a whole story, story yeah, for they, that scenario they have that, their own lore and backstory to yeah yeah there's like a big giant quest book you get um so that's kind of the general structures you start off and there's a story um and then it branches like a regular you know video game kind of rpg mm-hmm. you finish the first mission uh you're chasing this chick chick Sierra or whatever and then it's like hey do you want to like follow her this way and check this out or do you want to go to this other place and you can kind of it just like branches off <laughs> and then all the different missions you beat there's like treasures and you unlock different places on the map and there's like a it's, it's just like a video game it's, mm-hmm. it's a huge fucking map um and you you know instead of it like lighting up like a video game there's just stickers that you just put on <laughs> the fucking map uh, yeah, that's and then you get access uh to that and then there's like achievements you do by beating certain quests uh and certain places have like requirements that you need like beating those achievements so um yeah the whole game is also built around that the city gloomhaven which is what it's based off of right yeah so that's like the hub world it's like the major (laughs) city basically of the uh the rpg and that's where you can go after each of those like scenarios uh that you set up and beat then you can go back to the city uh and there's like an item shop where you can go and spend like the gold you got and you get like permanent items like armor potions like just different shit and winged boots yeah winged boots (laughs) uh and all these items are just things that like sit out in front of you that you can use on the uh, missions and most of them are like one-time use items sort of during the mission uh but there's like uh ways of resting that you can get those items back um and it's fucking amazing so it's basically like you fight it's a board game it's a board game (laughs) yeah insane it is insane um explains why it takes like so long to play though yeah it's like it's like a 200 hour RPG, but you have to play it like with pen and paper, like it yeah, in real wow. life. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that's the cool thing is they take away all like, you know what I mean? You don't have to have a dungeon master making up the story because they already made a mint one. It's yeah. really well written, which is cool. Um, and they, the fucking box weighs about 30 pounds, probably. <laughs> It's the size of. I'm trying to even describe. I don't. I don't know how to describe. It's like you it's could like two, fit like two and a half ascension boxes. Yeah, it's like you could fit like four to five watermelons in the box. It's like it's like three, a freaking rock band. Box. It's like yes. It's like three feet long by like a foot tall by like ten inches wide. It's fucking huge. Yeah. Um. 
so but it has all the tiles for all the dungeon layouts so they give you like all these like snow tiles and different like wooden tiles doors traps like yeah there's a lot of them every fucking single thing under the sun Hmm. um there's 17 playable classes jesus which is fucking nuts (laughs) uh and you only get you get six at the start so you get to pick four out of the six and each of those 17 classes has a unique deck that you play for your combat. So yeah. you instead you, of dice rolling, instead of dice rolling, you, you actually yeah hand of cards. Wow. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we should explain a little bit how the character works. Yeah, like so. Say Todd's character, like you have nine what nine cards that you get to start mm-hmm. the game with. Yeah, nine cards in my hand. Um, everybody has like a hand count of cards that they can have and. You pick two per turn, basically, and each card has a top action and a bottom action. And the top is usually like a, a movement, you know, ability, and the bottom is like an attack. And you can play them any way you want. Yeah. Um, well, it's interesting because my character, the bottom ones are all movement. Oh, okay. And the top ones are all attack. Got it. So it it, it does very definitely character, yeah. Yeah. Depend. So everybody kind of picks two cards in secret, hides them, and then you flip them. And then there's an initiative, which is like something that D and D uses. And like the higher, the lower your number, the sooner you go that turn. Mm. And then the monsters flip their own cards, and they get initiative. So it kind of determines when people get to go, and that's like how the whole strategy mm. of the game works. So you're just like. You get movement speed, so you're, like, working around, and then you're doing all these different strikes and, like, doing poison, doing multi-shots. He, Ryan's got, like, huge AoE attacks and, like, healing. Hmm. Other characters do, like, tanking things and stealth. So it's, like, all these fucking abilities you get. Um, and then as you progress, like, there's certain, like, end character triggers. Like, probably after, like, between, like, 6 and 15 missions, maybe, you will, like, meet your character's, like, end goal. And they retire, <laughs> and you have to pick another. And then you pick another you character. Grab and keep one going. out of the fucking seventeen, and then they yeah. like start off at higher. Uh, level. Makes sense why there's so many characters. Yeah, the, yeah. the cool thing about it is that like Gloomhaven, the city itself levels up. Yeah. So when you pick a new character, that new character comes into the game at the level that your city yeah, is the at. City. So you're, you're basically like. It's kind of like a civ, like civ thing too, like civilization, where like the civilizations. But you also have a character that's, ex- ex- yeah, like, yeah. It's, I can't talk. It's wow. kind of yeah. The leveling yeah. of the city is just kind of the way, like the overall level. Like, think about it. Like your characters have levels, which like you upgrade and get more stuff, and then the city is like kind of like a makes everything upgrade at once. It, yeah, yeah. No, I get so it. So once like awesome. the city levels up, new items come into the shop. Um, and you get different things and then there's like a good and bad system so like if we're like ranking up and doing good things like the prices in the shop go down over time so it's like oh it's fucking crazy it's yep. so fucking crazy I mean I could we could probably talk forever yeah one of my favorite parts about it is you have a little combat deck so when you like attack uh, an enemy uh, you flip uh card off of the combat deck and it'll say like plus one damage maybe plus three damage plus zero damage negative two damage so but if you have like if say you're a ranged character or the enemy's a ranged character and they go to attack you but you manage to get up next to him they have disadvantage 
mm. and they'll end up flipping two of their cards, and you pick the worst one out of the two. Huh. Yeah, so that's or, based- if, or if you can get an advantage on an enemy, you can flip two cards and take the best of the two. Yeah. So there's wow. and there's a little there's a church in town that like in between scenarios you can decide to pay like gold tribute to, and if you do, you temporarily get two what are called blessing cards into your deck, which multiply your damage by two. Yeah, they give you just temporarily strengths. for that one scenario. So you can like you know invest some gold into the church to get like a blessing towards your attack. Oh, that's it's cool. it, it's super cool. Yeah, so that's what they use instead. Super of the, deep for like yeah, a crazy wicked, ass board. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that's crazy. what they use instead of the dice is that that combat modifier deck. Yeah. So you roll like a base damage and then you flip the card and then it either gives you like a minus modifier or a plus or there's one that's just a fucking whiff. You just oh. don't hit. Yeah. And, and then, then it, it makes you reshuffle you everything back. Shuffle it back in. <laughs> oh, wow. Sucks. But that's kind of like how the game works. Like you just it makes sense because it's a it's more fair just like a dice roll is. Yeah. Yep. And like that's how they like you want to put yourself in positions where you gain advantage or get items that give disadvantage. So it kind of lets you manipulate the randomness a little bit. Yeah. Which is why it's so fucking fun. Um could literally talk about this for mm-hmm. another 90 minutes, but I'm not going no, to. No, it sounds, from yeah. what you told me, it sounds really awesome. <laughs> we can Mind pl- blown. We can yeah. keep Mind plugging blown, in updates dude. as we move. Yeah. We, what are we, now that we've like introduced it, we have five yeah. scenarios. No, I think we've done like six, seven. Seven? I think we've done wow. seven. In um, the first one, I think, took way longer than, like, we know how to play it now a little yeah, bit better. Yeah, I'd say it's probably about, about 90, like an hour to 90 minutes per mission. Yep. But setting the game up also takes <laughs> probably about a half an hour. Yeah. Legit. It's a lot of parts. <laughs> I had to buy, like, jewelry-making organizer, like, little Tupperware things, like, separator. And it doesn't even all fit in the box. <laughs> like, I have shit on top of it. Like, it's fucking nuts. Thankfully, everybody has their own little part that they know how to set up. So everybody yeah. just kind of, like, sets it up. But, like, it's takes up my it's whole fucking table. community, ep- community actually, effort. I actually have a picture of Todd walking the box in all the Tupperware containers back into his room. I should probably send it to you. Yeah, yeah. Use that it be as, a good, the, uh, yeah. as the cover for the, <laughs> this podcast. Yep. So, yeah, that's that's what's been occupying the uh, some of the winter months. Nice. Yep. It's fucking hermit zone. Big time. Highly recommend it. Yeah. But it's for very specific folks. Yeah. yeah. Like, only, like, <laughs> not for I mean? everyone. Yeah. No, yeah. And it it's, takes a long time to learn, and you need to play it with the same people, like, over and mm. over. And they yeah, need you to need be four into it. dedicated fucking yeah. people to play this game. And they need to game. be in it for the long haul. Like, it's like. Yeah, two or fuck. three years long haul. So, seriously. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. that's so crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. Fucking cray cray. Yeah. I uh, I have some other board games to talk about, but I'll leave it for after because we've been talking about board games for a long time already (laughs) on this video game podcast. So I want to say to talk about a little bit of news that happened. Uh, It came out recently that uh, the new Call of Duty is not going to have a campaign, which is kind of the only reason I I kept playing Call of Duty games. Uh, Apparently they were making the campaign and it was not coming together, so they decided to scrap it. Oh, man. Um, and they're gonna try to create some type of like a spec ops co-op thing that they can release that with it. That's gonna be sound some... like the worst thing. So it could be cool. No, yeah. spec um, ops was one of my favorites. It's really cool. I Call hope they I hope they go that route, and it's not just like, hey, let's tack more onto zombies because the yeah. zombies in in World War Two is cool, but like that that's the I played World War Two. That's that's mm. the other. Yeah, but the I also read the rumors that. that it might 
turn into a battle royale type. I, I heard that as well. Battle royale mode is apparently. Yeah. Uh, and and the multiplayer is going to be kind of like Overwatch. I also heard. I like, haven't didn't hear that, but yeah, it that, makes. I read sense. that in the same article. Yeah. It's going to be more like. I, I guess they're, Hero what they're, trying, what they're trying to do is get Call of Duty back in the esports yeah. arena. But mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's yeah. Activision working against Activision at that point. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think it doesn't make sense to me. the single player. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, they weren't terrible. They were, you know, the worst they're always was pretty they good. Were crazy okay. production value. They yeah. always look insane. Even if, like, the story's not crazy. Like, I, I, fun. I played the new Call of Duty World War II. It's good. Uh, um, the single player is nothing revolutionary. It's a very cliche story about World War II, but it's also done really well. The production values are great, and it's fun to shoot those guns mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. It's really mm-hmm. what it boils down to. The multiplayer is kind of crazy because it feels like you're playing Call of Duty 2 World at War again, but they still have red dot scopes and all these other crazy scopes that you can get and it's it's yeah. kind of weird that's that's strange yeah there's still like the equivalent of a UAV and stuff like that like all that stuff didn't <laughs> change they just kind of like adapted World War II to be modern right. it's it's really strange it's still fun because then you get away yeah. from the jetpacks and all the future stuff and like yeah and it's cool to go back to the, and the maps are very very Call of Duty 2 World at War like that that style maps like well, that's good. Sounds Some of them, you, right. you look like at it, you're like, wait a minute, this reminds me of Modern Warfare. This the reminds maps me of this. make like, or break a yeah. Call of Duty online. I game. like the size of the maps. They're not exactly. too They're not small. Too They're not huge. I think the biggest one is with that train in the, the middle. Train in the middle. And that's very similar to that yeah. uh, Modern Warfare map. Uh, with the, yes. uh, the train in the middle and the mm-hmm. two sides mm-hmm. that you would kind of go mm-hmm. back and forth. Oh, was, I was like, wait, did we play it? I think we played that over here. Yeah, you played it over here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I played that train map. I was like, I played that fucking train map. Yeah. Uh, it's I also, liked the story. I thought it was it was fine. It was all I mean, right. It was, it was you know? very like Saving Private Ryan. That, yes. Like, it oh was, yes. It was just the, that story again. Yeah, that's why you want to play a Call of Duty game though for yeah. like that yeah. basic. Like, and I mean, war it had story. had big name actors in it. Like, yeah. It had um, as long as it's done well. Like I'll play it. Graphics are awesome on that game. Yeah, it's great. Like the graphics yeah. look insane, especially yeah. on the, the X. I mean, it looks. Absolutely nuts. Like, the multiplayer has, like, a weird, like, hub world like Destiny does, but it's mm-hmm. completely pointless. It's mm-hmm. literally just, like, you can do everything in the hub world that you can just do in the menu. So there's no yeah. reason to go to the hub world whatsoever. I think it was originally a thing because they wanted to show you opening their loot boxes that they have. And it looks kind of cool. It, like, comes down and, psh, and opens up, and you can see people in the world opening their loot boxes. It ended up it, when it the game launched, it crashed and nobody could actually get into the hub. Do you do? So they disabled it and then they brought it back and it's it. There's no reason for it. There's like, no it's, point it's, to it. It's I, really oh, dumb. I never lame. go to it. I don't even go to open the stupid crates because they're really pointless. Yeah, it sounds like a opinion. casino, basically. Well, yeah, you know that too. I mean, <laughs> just the, the space people rolling dice and getting the excited. space isn't big, and then all of a sudden there's like sixty people just standing around, not doing anything, just going, you know, looking at their serving. menu, but like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sounds yeah. weird. So, like the casino, yes, it's a bunch of Jerry's at the slots. <laughs> then one of them. Oh yeah, I mean it's still fun. It's still Call of Duty. You played. You played the multiplayer. It still feels like a Call of Duty game. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's fun. It's still the same game it was. Um. So yeah. Yeah, I just don't know if that's what I fucking want right now. Exactly. You know, that would hold my attention for like a little bit. I'd probably yeah smash through the single player. That's what, yeah. That's exactly what I yeah. play the multiplayer for like forty five minutes and be like. Yeah, yeah, that's what I used to yeah. do with Call of Duty games, but yeah, no I mean, single player, so 
Ripperoni. That's too bad yeah. that they're not doing that. It's Black weird. Ops 4. I, I hope uh, that it's not that they scrapped, you know. Like, don't thing. even call it Black Ops 4 then at that point. Like, just save it's that still gonna for be... when you're going to bring multiplayer. Right? Or, like, if they, if they do it like back. they did Black Ops 3, because Black Ops 3 had some cool parts of it. There was a lot of, like, weird mind stuff that was happening. So they Is could that with do... Kevin Spacey? No, Fish that Rise? was Advanced Warfare. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The one with Kevin Christopher Maloney was Black Ops 3. Gotcha, okay. No, Kevin Spacey was not Advanced Warfare. Yeah, was it? Was it? Was Advanced Warfare. Yeah, it was Advanced Warfare. No shit. Yeah. That was a good game. Like that, was a really, mm-hmm. that was really good. Um, but yeah, in Black Ops 3, they did this weird thing because you were like tripping half the time and they were in your mind and they could bring you back to World War II maps and then you would play yep. future stuff with robots. If they take that concept and it make just a multiplayer game, they can make maps like in any decade with any guns, anything, and make it really interesting. Yeah, just like a big old Call of Duty multiplayer game, Exactly. Right? Like, just make it, like go all the way. If you're yeah. going to do just multiplayer, go all the way. Yeah. yeah. Like, Every like style. Yeah. Like, oh, this time we're playing, this is a Black Ops 3 or whatever. You're in space, this one, and you have to do jetpacks and do wall runs and shit. This one is like a World War II map. You still have the same guns, mm-hmm. but you're in World War II. Like, mm-hmm. different rules, different things. It could be really fun. Yeah. Unless they fuck it up. Call of Duty. Uh, they could also up. really fuck it up. So, yeah. <laughs> they could. Call of Duty. Bloops. <laughs> Bloops. Bloops. <laughs> Bloops, we and yeah, there'll be a battle royale mode because every game is a battle royale yeah. now. That's the thing. Just like Lawbreakers announcing, hey, we're done with Lawbreakers because nobody wants to play this game. And guess what? We made a battle royale game called Radical Heights, and Dude. it's not actually not bad. It's kind of cool, but yeah, I saw the trailer for that. It <laughs> it's looks really really basic. Like the it's super early access. But yeah, it, the concept's kind of cool. It's it like looks like show. the people that made Saints Row made it. It has like, that's that same what it looks aesthetic. Like. Yeah, it does. It's not pretty bad. cool, though. Uh, yeah, we're just going to see a lot of these new Battle Royale games trying to cash in on Fortnite and PUBG. That's fine. As long as they can keep getting better and yeah, cooler. pretty fun. I'm down for it. I'm just like, the multiplayer shooter thing. It's like I have time for maybe one, you know? And usually I'm not yeah. even, when I get home from work, I'm just like, do I want to get upset at the internet people right now or not? And usually I'm like, eh. Uh, maybe I'll sit down and Yeah, play it's like if I have like an hour or two to like, you know, kill, I'm like, do I want to have maybe a good time and get or get really angry? Or do mm. I want to have a guaranteed good time and play something by myself? Yeah. It's like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I go through the same thing. The only reason, I mean, I've been playing Overwatch recently only because a friend of mine, it's like the only game he plays. So every once in a while, I just want to talk to my friend. So we just go play Overwatch together. And the new um, PVE event, Blackwatch Retribution for Overwatch came out. And it made me realize just how fun a PVE version of that game is. Yeah. Because yep. it feels like you're playing a Destiny Strike, but with all these dope hero powers. And it forces nice. you to play as like a specific hero for this specific situation. So it's like, oh, I have to play as Tracer. I suck with Tracer. After playing that two times through, now I don't suck at Tracer. I know how to play Tracer. Same thing with I, the new one. I had to play as Genji. It's like, okay, I suck at Genji, but now I know how to use Genji because you I had to go through it. Genji. I still suck at Genji. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody sucks at Genji unless you only play Genji, but... But now I actually understand his moveset and, like, what you're supposed to do with Genji. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I understand He's how to play him. I'm just suck at him. But um, but it's it's super fun. And they if they made a mode that was just that, I would play it over and over again. Yeah, it's really good. It plays, like, a Left 4 Dead style 
level uh where it's just like it, wait yeah, there's like a destiny coming strike, in. it's yeah. not randomized uh it, it's slightly randomized yeah. it's not like um it's not like left for dead completely but it's super good and there's four difficulties you can play on and it gets super hard and yeah you need a healer you need a tank you need dps and you need to work together, together. Yeah. and then like left for dead there's like the special you know special enemies or whatever there's snipers and there's these assassins that come and pin you and just do a fuckload of damage yep um and you can revive people if you just stand on them uh it's just really fucking polished and nice looking really cool like animations and little cutscenes. Yeah. like just looks like something i don't know looks like a, it's like really a professionally pixar done pixar like, fucking quality yeah like exactly cutscenes just like holy shit Blizzard cutscenes have always been insane. Even the yeah. Diablo ones were. You see like, the little crap. remnants of the fact that they were making like a, a crazy huge MMO, MMO yeah. at one point that mm-hmm. was going to be story based. Yeah, because Tracer was supposed to be one of the main classes. Uh, Torbjorn was supposed to be one of the main classes, and they just like made them hero classes in a fucking multiplayer shooter. Yeah, really cool though. Yeah, I'm really curious to see where that game goes. Like in the next five years, I they can really do anything with it which is fucking nuts like it's blizzard so it just they have have infinite money and time and resources and it's never gonna suck because they just don't release anything if they release something that's sucky they fix it within a week yeah and it's just like a minor oh shit we broke oh wait we accidentally like buffed something Eh, it's gonna change in a week anyways when we put this giant patch out to fix the rest of the game so yeah and those are just like little you know they never release like anything that's like fundamentally bad they just don't yeah Yeah. they don't or they just don't release it that's like why overwatch is what it's what it is yeah because they couldn't release their titan they probably dropped like millions and millions and oh absolutely dropped millions of dollars guess what throwing it in the trash fuck it you know what now we're just gonna print cash with this game called overwatch (laughs) (laughs) all right that's enough blizzard nut licking yeah. Those <laughs> <sighs> bastards. You guys Welcome. have any other games you want to talk about? I have like five more, so. <laughs> Pick a card! Yeah. Any card! Yeah. I've been, um. I typically don't play games like these, but I've, um. I decided to play Sea of Thieves. Nice. Oh, Jesus. That's like the only game that I've played since yeah. the last podcast. <laughs> so we can, we can talk about Sea of Thieves. So I like it, but it's I find it very repetitive and very. Boring at times. Um, yeah. It's a visually yeah. stunning game. Oh, my. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, the, the water effects, um, just, you know, the land. I mean, I thought, you know, it's, uh, what? how visually amazing can this really be? But with the sunsets, the nighttime, the storms, um, it just makes it look really incredible. Yeah. They, it, they really put, incredible. They put a lot of detail on that stuff, too. Like, that they're there's a north star in the sky at mm-hmm. night and you don't have to look at your compass if you know where to look for the north star yeah, like cool. there's like very yeah. little details that like you know they're looking to make something very special they just didn't have the content to release it as a full game quite yeah. yet no i mean it's very bare bone yeah very bare bone and it's yeah. at first i was very frustrated with the game um because there was no directions on what to do and I found myself like trying to figure it out for an hour and a half until I got really pissed off, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm looking it up on you know Google it and see what it to do." And then I finally understood exactly what to do. Um, but it it's amazing. Um, I just hope they really add a lot of content to it. Yeah, well, they they actually came out with a roadmap recently, which they originally said they weren't going to do because mm-hmm. they wanted to surprise people with like the stuff that they were introducing to the game, but 
I think they kind of heard the player feedback people of like pissed. people going like, "What the fuck are you gonna do to like, make this, this is game it? better?" Yeah, uh, and then they, which is which is great because then they came out and they're like, "Fine, here's a roadmap. Like this is what we're doing." <laughs> right, you little There's shit like stains. six six DLCs that are coming out this year. All of them are free. Um, the map is, the map is gonna mm-hmm. get bigger. There's gonna be a lot more stuff to do. There's gonna be seasonal things to do. There's going to be only PVE stuff where, mm-hmm. like, you can't combat other ships. So if, you know, you don't like fighting with other people, like, you can like do stuff safe, like that. Safe zones or, like, Yeah, I think so. Like that, yeah, or? so what it sounded like is they're going to extend the map and make it bigger, but it's going to be kind of like the division. They're going to have harder areas around the outskirts. Uh, like the dark zone Yeah, stuff, so the yeah. further away from the center of the map that you go, the harder it is and the more, like, experienced pirates will be sailing Gotcha. Those oceans, so they just so. like section it off a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I've I played, I played a lot of the game when it was an alpha and beta, and then I got Game Pass finally to play it. I didn't actually buy the game, but I that, yeah, that's what I did. Out. I decided to do Game Pass so I, had I to pay sixty bucks. Yeah, because I got a few friends that um, wanted to play it. Uh, I I want to tell a little story about my <laughs> Sea of Thieves before, experience. Before that story, before I forget about this, do you? Th- Think that's why it's light on content because of the Game Pass shit. Do you think they timed? Do you think they had to time it to release mm, with no. that program, and that's why it's a little light? You know, I I think, that's a good. I think they decided theory. that all of their like exclusive games were pretty much a little light, and what they wanted to do is they wanted to start up this Netflix thing that. Because when it comes to services, trust me, for the company that I work with, like, services is everything because it's barely any work and it's a lot of money, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So you get this mm-hmm. subscription-based service like Game Pass. You get people – trust me, I'm one of them that signs up for it, barely uses it, yet still keeps paying for it for mm-hmm. no reason whatsoever, oh, yeah. right? Yep. Right? But the way I look at it is, like, I play a lot of video games. I've, you know – I didn't pay $60 for Sea of Thieves. That's half of a year of Game Pass. Right. right. So, like, I've I've already made my money. And you money have access to other games. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. But that's what I'm saying is do you think that they kind of put Rare in a position where they're like, hey, like, get this fucking game out so, like, we can get a bunch of people to sign up for our thing? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I also think they needed to get another exclusive out as soon as they yeah. possibly yeah, could. Right. So I think they're really, I think really hurting in that respect. I think it's yeah. definitely a combination mm-hmm. of both of those. Uh, I mean, the game itself, it's polished. Like, it runs great. Besides the load times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are really <laughs> long and annoying. Um, and it and it did have some very giant hiccups when it came to server-side yeah. issues, like, when it launched. And they had to shut off achievements for a while. And uh, But they took care of it, and they, like, stayed active with, like, communicating what was mm-hmm. happening with the community. So you, you have to pe- appreciate the transparency with that. But yeah, that's that that's a good point. Like mm-hmm. I think there could have been a reason why they maybe rushed it out. Yeah, for, for it usually Game Pass. seems like the case, kind of like the yeah. No Man's Sky thing. It's just like, yep. all right, it's coming out. We're like, uh, but we, we don't, don't have think anything we're ready. to do yet. Right. Yeah. Like right. Uh, it ends up hurting it a little bit. I think in yeah. the long run because people get a bad burn initially, and it's like get then getting those players back like can be a challenge. I think if they get yeah. a bad taste in their mouth. So. But I think they were if also you have Game Pass. Oh, it's always there. Yeah, it's great. It's It's always always there. But I think they were also really relying on the whole like immersive thing, like where you're going to create your own stories by just going through and and creating them. And they did produce a good world to do that. Like it's a really immersive world, at least from all the videos and other things that I've seen of it. Uh, Yep. 
I wanted to play it, but I honestly thought that didn't know when I would play it. And that's um, actually like where the story that I'm about to tell like comes from. It's it it's nothing about the content of the game. It's just like a story. So it was like three days after the game came out. I'm just gonna jump right into it because yeah. uh, it's fairly long story, but I'm gonna try to make it as short as possible. Uh, me and my buddy Jack that I work with decided to. We had to work early in the morning, and we got home like kind of late from work. So we wanted to do like two voyages, which you go to these little merchants mm-hmm. on an island. You grab a voyage and you throw it down on the table on the ship and you throw your dagger down to vote on that voyage. And once everybody votes on the voyage, like you get like treasure maps or riddles in your inventory that you have to, yeah, you have to figure out how to, how to do. So we got a few of them. We got like some of these order of souls missions where you have to go to an Island. You just got to kill like a captain skeleton that shows up after a couple waves of skeletons. Uh, killed him and they dropped skulls and then we did like a gold hoarders mission where you go and you have to you know you like, have look at map. the X on the map and dig with your shovel <laughs> and and pull the chest out and, pirate shit and you got to bring all pirate this stuff shit. back yeah, exactly. to your ship and throw it on we put we dug up what's called the chest of sorrows which, <laughs> which is it's a it's a special chest <laughs> and it cries all the time. <laughs> And when you put it on your ship and it starts crying, it starts flooding your ship. Oh, no. So we're playing with two people on the smallest ship, which is a sloop, which yeah. is very manageable for two people if you know how to sail around like, quickly. You can do quickly. it with one person if you, you, you Yeah, you, and I've done it with one person. Yeah, once you get the a good grip on the game, you can definitely do it with one person. Way more fun with multiple people. but yeah. uh, So it's just filling up our ship and we're like, you know what? Like We were only going to play for a small amount of time. We're just going to go back to an outpost, sell these chests, and and be done with it. So we're on our way back to the outpost, and we see one of the skull clouds pop up in the sky, which is like this giant cloud in the shape of a skull over a, a enemy uh, fort, basically, which I'll get into a little bit later. But like you got to kill waves of skeletons and finally beat the end boss to get a key that opens up a room where... There's just a million pieces of loot inside this room. So we're on our way back to the outpost. We see the Skull Island. And I, and I said to my buddy, I was like, what What we should do is we should just park our ship off the side of the outpost, shoot ourselves out of the cannons to the outpost with our loot, trade it in. But when they come back from the Skull Island, they're not going to see our ship anywhere. So they're going to think they're home free, but we're going to just camp on this island with <laughs> blunderbusses yeah. and fuck them up and steal all their shit. <laughs> I was like, we might as well. We got nothing to lose. We just did our few voyages or whatever. So we waited there for like 10 minutes, and we're looking at our little uh, spy glasses out at the island. We're like, they're not moving. Like, I don't even know if they're fighting the island yet. So we're like, we had a, we had, our ship had a lot of stuff because you got to gather cannonballs and bananas and wooden planks, planks to yeah. like – Fix your ship to heal yourself and obviously cannonballs to shoot at people. So we're like fully loaded. And he's like, let's just go over to the island and see if they either A, want to fight or B, need help. So we sailed over to the ship, put all of our cannons straight up in the air. The unified signal of pirates not being uh, enemies or hostile. Yeah. (laughs) So we did that and... And we get on their ship, and we're waving at them, and it's got game like proximity chat, so we're stuck talking to them. We're like, we're about to sign off, but if you guys want help and you could give us like a couple pieces of loot, 
would be cool with that. And they're like, yeah, yeah, definitely do that. So <laughs> Jack started shooting off their ship onto the island and helping them out. The entire time he was doing that, I was shooting cannons off their ship. And I realized nobody else was on the ship with me. Everybody was jumping off of it. So I slowly started to grab all their cannonballs <laughs> and bring them back to our ship and use them against the enemies. And I depleted their entire ship of all of their resources. So, so, oh, it gets better. So we finally beat the island, right? And we're like, all right, we're going to grab our two things. Jack grabbed the stronghold skull, which is like the second best thing you can grab out of there. I just grabbed a random thing. We got back to our ship and we sailed back to the island. And we had done one of these islands before. And it can take like 15 minutes for four people to get all of that loot back to the ship. Mm -hmm. So it's very unnerving like when anybody could just sail up and just start wrecking you yeah yeah right so we sail back to the outpost which isn't too far away and we turn those two things in and then we did the same thing that we did before mind you we just we decided we were going to stop playing like an hour and a half before this point (laughs) (laughs) so we're looking through our spy glasses again we're like they're still there looting that shit like again we have nothing to lose let's (laughs) sail out there and see if we can steal it so we just start sailing out there, and they see us, and they start taking off, and we get into this, like, battle where, like, we're in a sloop, and they're in a galleon, which is a four-person ship. It's much more hard to maneuver it, so we're, like, crisscrossing, like, back and forth past them, just, like, hitting them with little cannonball shots, like, yeah. below deck, and, like, slowly sinking their ship. Then I looped around, and right before they were, like, going right past a rock, I ended up ramming them. And it was right when we were near the outpost. And so all of them had to go down below and start fixing the ship. And they started sailing around the outpost. So what Jack and I did was we decided to use our earlier plan. And we set the sails like perfectly and and kept like our course and shot ourselves to the island while our ship was still chasing them. So we shot ourselves off to the island. They were sailing around it to dock at the dock, and our ship is still chasing them, and they're still trying to, like, board our ship and kill us. But we're not there. Eventually, like, they were so distracted by that, their ship actually sank. Two of them came back with, like, the best pieces of loot. We killed them, turned it it in, and they they were gone. Their ship was sunk, so it spawned somewhere else. And... We just started going in the water. There was none of them left in, like, picking their stuff up and just bringing it back. There was, like, 30 pieces of loot. And we started doing that. I died from a shark eating me because there was so (laughs) much blood in the water. There's so many dead people in the water. Uh, I died in my – our ship was still out in the ocean taking a right-hand turn. So I pulled it back, and I sat it right next to the gear, and they came back in the entire rest of, like, the next hour that we played. They were trying to get at us. And kill us for their gear. I would stay on the ship and just shoot all of them in the water. There was like 15 sharks swimming wow. around. And Jack would just spawn, jump off the ship, grab something, run, and cash it in. And we stole every single piece of loot they fucking had. Wow. And it was four on two. So, so, I mean, there, there are <laughs> things about that game that, like, make those cool mm-hmm. experiences happen, yeah. which I am definitely down to play a lot more of it, but I don't want to burn myself out. So yes. I take it kind of one step at a time yeah. uh, so I don't, like, lose that, like, cool feeling. And like you said, it's gorgeous. And afterwards, we got drunk on the ship and played, like, pirate songs on our <laughs> instruments 
bought new gear and and signed off. So yeah, it's it's a cool game, but they need to put a lot into it. The, yeah, it, the, I have similar stories, but I'm not gonna prolong everything. But it, it's just great. I mean, you can just go up, just shoot people, steal their shit, go back. You're being a pirate. That's what being a pirate's all about. And um, the one thing that frustrates me too is the lack of customization. Yeah, like when you start off the game. You can't customize your own pirate. You just pick. You just pick a random pirate out of like yeah. eight people, and then you just kick, keep clicking, randomize, randomize, randomize. Yeah, yeah that, and then, that is really bizarre. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like really you have that many randomized really? characters. You might yeah. as well just let you pick what you want. And I feel like the unlockables later, when you get all that loot, all that gold, it, it just doesn't do anything. You know what I mean? No, I mean. It's it's cool for your crew because they see you up close more than anybody else sure. does. But like, the ship customization is very like it's eh. just the sails, and it's really and it's really expensive to get. Mm-hmm. So like there there needs to be little things like uh, upgrade the look of what your cannons look like on your ship, right? Mm-hmm. Upgrade mm-hmm. what your steering wheel looks mm-hmm. or whatever you call that on a ship. Yeah. Uh, but like they don't have those little customizations, and that's what makes that game fun when you like hold out a new lantern that you got, and it's emitting this like green light or whatever. Right. Like it's the it's the small things, or when you're playing a new accordion that has like all these gold linings on it. Like mm-hmm. that's cool, but they need to do that with the ship, right? Make, right. Well, you can get a new, new planks like, or whatever person at the front, like the new like. Yeah, you can get a uh, what do you call a new. I can't remember. Ornament, I don't know like what yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess head ornament. Mast ornament. You can get Whatever. new uh, sails. You can get a, like a hull paint job, but there's only like five of them in the game, and I think that's all you can do for the ship. That's, yeah, I think huh. that's it's very limited. But I haven't even uh, made enough money to buy one of those upgrades, and yeah. I played mm-hmm. a good amount of it. So, they yeah, they need to add the small stuff, and it'll get better. Yeah, like they have a good core. You just got to put a lot of work yeah, into right, it. Right, 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 right. Seems cool. Man. Yeah, it's so. Don't play it solo. That's something I won't really recommend. I mean, it's okay, but you're gonna get bored really fast, really quick. Yeah, especially unless when someone just, else is attacking you. Unless you want to just like, chill oh, and kind of look at like beautiful scenery, because yeah, you can do an occasional to do. You know, gold hoard or yeah. whatever. But just watch know. Planet Earth too. Just yeah, I was gonna you say could do that up. too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Want to see some good visuals? You know, just go to Pornhub. <laughs> bad joke. It's a bad joke. So, yeah, I uh, beat Resident Evil Seven recently. It's a great game. It was a fantastic game. Got bought it for like twenty bucks. Nice. And uh, I just really wanted a horror game. I it's used a to good horror game. Love just playing Silent Hill. Mm-hmm. You know all that. Creepy just I like, kind of. I don't know. I just had a moment where I really wanted a horror game. Well, you're really channeling Kenny right now. It's perfect. Yeah. You Good. Me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Loved Resident Evil 7, though. Great game. No, it didn't take too long to beat. No, I think I, uh, maybe 13 hours, maybe yeah, 12, like, 13 hours. 12 yeah, and 15 to, to, Yeah, to play that. a lot of yeah. additional content to it. Um, you didn't get that on the PC, did it's you? It's on PC. Oh, but did you, you didn't buy it on the PC. No, I bought it on PC. Oh, shit. Maybe I'll play your copy. Yeah. There you go. I still need you to have you log into my Steam again. I know. Great game, though. Um, quick, easy. Not yeah. too many really scary parts, but... There's some um, creepy parts. There's some very creepy parts. That part when you're stuck in the freaking basement with those weird black sludge monsters, that part sucked. <sighs> it sucked. 
That sucked. But, you know, the one thing I learned really quickly is you don't have to kill all the zombies. Oh, no. Just run past them and close the door behind you, and they will not chase after you. And they eventually go away. Um, Unless it's like one of the mini-boss dudes. They will chase you. Puzzles weren't too hard to figure out. Yeah, I mean, it's very Resident Evil. Like, it's it's all first person, and it feels different, but it's still very Resident Evil. Right, right. right. So I really like that. That was great graphics to the game as well. Oh, yeah. Looked stunning. Um, and just, yeah, overall, just really liked it. Really, really It's a really good it. game. I picked up uh, Tacoma on some one of the random Steam sales. Yeah, I saw that was on sale, and I was going to do the same thing, and I was like, I it's, don't know that I want to play I've Tacoma defi- right I've now. definitely wanted to play that. So I played through it. I loved it's it's about two hours. Oh. You can beat it in about two hours. Oh, fuck. Oh. I guess I could have played Tacoma. So, yeah, now you can because I own it on Steam. Uh, Truth. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's the follow-up from the guys who made Gone Home. Uh, the, the plot of it is, is basically you show up as to the space station called Tacoma. Um, there was an accident. Uh, oxygen tanks exploded. People had only a certain amount of time to get out of there. And you're there to investigate what happened. What so the you, problem is. What the problem is. You, sh- <laughs> you go in there and... Uh, what is the problem? <laughs> there's, there's a central hub that then there's about five sections like engineering, of, uh, personal places and stuff like that. Oh, God. That sounds like that other game I didn't like that much from last year. Prey? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it, has, it has a similar vibe to that, but it's not No Prey. combat, though. Yeah, no combat. Okay. It's, it's completely okay, I'm combatless. Fine. I'm fine now. Uh, so you, you go in there... Uh, <laughs> Computer tells you, hey, uh, go sync up with the computer, and you get to see these uh, AR versions of uh, people who were there three days ago, months ago, and have recorded these little sessions. They all have their own computers, and you can go into their AR computer and access things that happen. And as you go to a new section of the place, there's a, uh, a video that essentially plays that shows these, like, and they just look like polygons, different color polygons, essentially walking around the environment and talking mm. to each other and completing things that they did. And you can control the timeline of it, basically. Fast forward, rewind, and you can follow different characters down the hallway and find out what they were saying, and then you have different, and that's the crux of the entire game. It's, it's really well done. The characters are, are well thought out. Thing I'll say is that it feels too short. Uh, by the time you, I realized that I was at the end of the game was when I was just starting to connect with some of the characters. Like you finally get their backstories, understand what's going on, why they're doing these things, and then it, it's over. And the, the conclusion is good. Like the way they handled it is is well done, but it feels like it got cut short, and they could have probably padded it with another hour of content or so, and it would have made it a feel like a better yeah. experience. That's a hmm. weird thing. To say usually yeah. it's the opposite. Yeah, thing. usually you're like this fucking bullshit was too goddamn long. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. is. And like usually, yeah, <laughs> that's usually how you feel. But this one was like, I mean, it's not a very long experience. There's four sections or five sections in the whole game. Uh, you you change sections pretty quickly. Uh, there's basically two or three uh, rewind sections per section. So you go through and like you're in and when you're in engineering, you go through and there's. Uh, one long conversation with three different paths you follow. And that's basically it. You can go to their personal quarters and hear them, like their intimate stuff. Like, hey, I'm playing, I'm listening to this music. I like mm-hmm. this. And they're talking mm-hmm. to their lovers on earth. And you find out all about the background stories. Very, very like immersive sim-like with no combat whatsoever. You're a space voyeur. Yeah, basically. You're a space voyeur. <laughs> with scrubbing tech. 
Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, exactly. So, that is exactly what it is. So it's the Pornhub of the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is what you're saying. And the story is actually pretty good. Like it has a good premise, and and they follow through on a lot of it really well. Um, some of this data gets corrupted and stuff, and they they play with that well too. There's an AI that you're basically trying to save and figure out. And there's a nice little twist at the end. It's nothing crazy, but it's it's a good twist. So yeah, I I recommend playing it. It's I got it for like I think ten dollars, seven bucks or something like that, and it's totally worth that it, it's it's fun um not as good as gone home gone home felt like a, a very good like full complete experience this one felt like it was missing something a little bit but cool. still very good cool i'm gonna jump on that seggy not do it with the tech with the tech space shit yeah uh i've been playing invisible ink oh that game looked really cool because i have a problem now apparently Uh-oh. i'm a fucking dad gamer Dad gamer. gamer. Playing fucking stupid (laughs) bullshit strategy games and turn-based fucking dumbass stuff. Why haven't you bought Into the Breach yet? Because I'm waiting until it comes out on Not the PC. Dad gamer. Yeah, so (sighs) I've been playing Invisible. I bought it, I don't know, on a Steam sale a long time ago. Yep, that's that Austin Walker joint. Yeah, if you can't tell, I've been really into playing fucking board games and stuff, which is turn-based. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I've been into playing fucking turn-based video games, turns out. Uh, and Invisible Ink was on my list. I was, like, going to buy some. And then I was like, wait, I already have this. It's like, let's fucking check it out. So same thing. It's cyberpunk space uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. I haven't played a ton of it. I probably should have waited to talk about it until the next podcast. But uh, whatever. Uh, so you have these two. It's like a roguelike. So you have these two agents that you start out with, um, and then you have randomly generated missions. Yep, you know, roguelike things. Um, and it's like about action points. So you, it's you know, like fucking Gloomhaven or whatever. Any of these other games like D and D type stuff, you have so many action points you can use on your turn. Uh, and what you're trying to do is explore these small like little levels. So initially you can't see anything. You just start in like a little room in an off. It's all just like space offices. Hmm. That's like where you're exploring. Um, but you have to be very tactical about exploring them. It's not much about combat. You're trying to not alert people and uh, do these uh, special objectives like like find this room and hack this thing and then leave the level or find this you know piece of equipment and you know escort it or whatever do these different things uh, so what you do is you unveil the map like as you move through these spaces um, and you can do this cool thing with doors like you walk up to a door and you can use an action point to peek in and it will reveal into that room without like opening the door Alerting. so you can see if there's yeah cameras in there or bad guys or whatever um so in addition to the shit you can do you have like an ai hacker lady that you control as well so you hit space bar and it flips like into a different sort of vision of the map where it's kind of like just kind of like that and it's like grid- <laughs> oh yeah wait yeah. wait wait, oh, yeah. wait what is that what, what, what was it like <laughs> It's all fucking like grid like, and it shows all like the power, you know, power connections of all the stuff in the map. Uh, and there's different values to like cameras and safes and different things that you can uh, use uh, to hack with this lady. Uh, so you can, that's how you, so like you can peek into a room and see like, oh, there's a camera pointing here. Like, oh, I, I can't go there. But then you can hit space bar, bring up the hack view, uh, and then you can hack the camera. Oh, so it's like watchdogs. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess yeah. I never played. I, I never played Watch Dogs. Yeah, um, I didn't either. 
very watchdogs. Yeah, I guess it's watchdogs. <laughs> this game's watchdogs. Um, but yeah, so it's basically it's about scouting out. Um, and the cool thing, it's like a roguelike, so I don't know. You kind of go in with you know very little knowledge, and it doesn't tell you a ton. Uh, and you just learn from playing the game, which is like the best part. Like you have to be geared up and ready to fail. Like the first time I maybe only beat like a mission or two and then failed. Then you start over and you're like, okay, I know sort of how the rule set works, what's going on. And eventually what I figured out is like you have to split up your characters because you only get a certain amount of uh, moves because there's an alarm system. So that every move you like you have a certain amount of action points for each character and once they're spent for the turn you end your turn and then the enemies make their move and then your action points reset and you can do your move again but every time you do that it advances like a little tracker around a spinner and once that thing spins to five turns the uh alarm rating goes up and the security increases and the hacking values go up on the things that you hack with the fucking space lady um so you have to go fast so you have to split your team up and like scout and do these things. Um, and there's just some really fucking cool moves. Like you get behind people and stealth attack. You don't kill them, but you knock them down and then like you pin them beneath you. And if you end, uh, so when you do that, they stay stunned for three turns. But if you end your turn on top of them, it doesn't make that counter go down. So like you can kind of strategically go back to people. You can kind of strategically yeah, end your turns on people to make them like stay stunned longer. That's kind of cool. Which hmm. is badass. Definitely sounds like a board game. Yep. Uh, and then they have these awesome. Uh, basically, you can set up these. Ad- <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> that sounds like a board game. It sounds like a board game. Uh, and then they have these cool attack of opportunities that you can set up too. So if you. Um, if you gain their attention of the enemies and they're like, oh, what's that? Um, you have one move that... <laughs> so if their vision cone like is all in front of you, they give you one move where you can get out of their vision cone. And if you don't, they fucking kill you. But if you can hide like behind a door jam or something, uh, then they'll... When you end your turn on their turn, they'll fucking walk towards you. And you have a move that's on a three-turn cooldown that you can kind of, like, uh, it's like set up your, whatever, like, hack punch fucking thing as, like, an attack of opportunity. You end your turn. You're like, I know they're going to walk to me. So that it's so satisfying. You see them go, then they come through the door, and you're just like, bam, down. So it's just like you plan all these fucking sick moves and combos. Uh, you're stunning all these guys, hacking machines. Um, there's like a market uh, that you can access in each mission if you hack these little nodes. Uh, so it's all about supplying your computer lady with power because you need to use the power to hack the, um, the safes and all the things that give you credits, which is how you buy the things in the game. Um, and it's fucking rad. And then you upgrade your characters after the mission uh, with, with the money you earn. So you can get more movement speed or you can hold more items or do different sorts of like special moves. That uh, does sound cool as, a, as like a roguelike. It's fucking like rad. That, like, that's cool. I just got to the point now. I'm, on this run, I'm probably like an hour, two hours in. And I know I'm going to fail because I... Like the the enemies and shit are leveling Just up in over your head yeah. further than I am, but like I know now when I start at the beginning again, like I know exactly how to play the game. Yeah, like yeah. I'm gonna, I'm just like frothing. I can't fucking wait. I'm like, I'm gonna get so much fucking money and have so much shit <laughs> and fucking buy everything. 
<laughs> and no one has a fucking chance. Oh, this is um, such a dad game. It is. Big time. <laughs> You're a glorified cyber boy. Yeah. It's it's a fucking I I would highly recommend it. It is if you're into that sort of shit, like it is it's awesome. It's just weird cuz games like XCOM and other things like that, like it's all about combat and shooting things and like this is the complete opposite. It's about not Sounds fucking cool. you know, doing anything and being a stealth lord <laughs> and just fucking oh, it's awesome. Sounds interesting. It's awesome. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. And the the art style is wicked cool too. Is it's it awesome? Of, no, it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's really or wicked cool. cool. No, it's really cool. Yeah. But it's, it's really not cool. awesome. No, it's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah, gotcha. it is. It's gotcha. just crazy fucking Klee Interactive. Like, they make the weirdest Yeah, they have games. a really cool style. Like, they made Mark of the Ninja, which is like a 2D stealth mm-hmm. Ah, it was a great game. game. The best stealth game ever yeah. made. Sorry. And then they make fucking Don't Starve, which is a survival game. Which is also incredible. And then they make this game. It's a turn-based fucking dad MOBA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking stupid. It seems, yeah, it's crazy. <sighs> I wasn't That's even awesome. gonna talk about that game. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna talk about it. But then you started going cyber, and then I was like, "Well, I guess we're fucking cyber battling." <laughs> going cyber. Yeah. Yep. Should I just keep talking, or do you want to talk about something? <laughs> I got. Uh, I'm probably gonna wait to talk about God of War until I play more of it. Okay. But I played a lot of uh, God of War. Okay. I'm so jealous. It's real good. I'm so jealous. It looks insane. It's got a better story, and Kratos isn't just a one-note asshole. Don't talk about cool. it. Love the Norse uh, mythologies too. I mean, sp- yep. speaking of Norse mythology, I did buy Hellblade. Nice, yeah, uh, I like that. Because it came out for Xbox. Yep. Uh, it's enhanced, obviously, and it looks fucking incredible. Uh, yeah, I've played probably like six hours or so, but uh, it's I sweat every time I play it, and it's, I have to put it down mm. after like an hour and a half because it's very it's unnerving game. Very. <laughs> Yeah, but some really cool, like weird, like FMV mixed with like, yeah, Hellblade, and I'm right? pl- play stuff. and I'm yeah, yeah, yeah and I'm playing it with uh, which is they say it's headphones. recommended, but I think I think it's mandatory to play it with headphones because they record all the audio with binaural like 3D like audio recording. So like, you didn't watch you didn't watch the video before you played the game, right? No, okay, because the documentary that's like comes with the game, no. Is it not on the console version? I don't. I don't know. I didn't even look. There's a there's an extra thing that basically goes into like how they went in. They had to like how they consulted with mental health professionals. Yeah. And like, all, like how the binaural stuff works and like watch that as soon as you beat the game because it's it's really yeah. Really good. I I definitely probably will because it's it's gonna have like that long lasting feeling like the the audio is just insane. Like I like maybe two or three times have pulled my headphones off and looked behind me. Granted, I'm laying on my bed which is against a wall nice. on a second floor. Yeah. So I know there's nothing behind me. Uh, but I have done that it's, a couple times during the getting game. Getting it. Getting it. And sold. And, yeah, they put a lot of work into, like, being very authentic about the mental disease type of thing. So It's creepy. It's really creepy when you have the headphones on. When you play. <laughs> yeah. And the title song, or what, I don't even know if we want to call it a song. Yeah. But there's, like, demons, like, screaming in it. And yeah, I was it's, like, it's creepy. what is this shit? But yeah, it it looks great. It sounds. I think that's the best part about it mm-hmm. is is like the sound in it. The combat gets kind of annoying. I, I don't like it at all. Yeah, it's, but it's very one note, repetitive. I don't, I like, don't like it at all. Come it's on like, over to the dad zone, bro. It, yeah, dude. It's like, <laughs> dude. It's, it's like if you mixed yeah. uh, Dark Souls with um, 
fucking you know, mount your friends. It's kind of yeah. That sounds kind of awesome. It's like it really... looks like it looks really good, and you have like two basic attacks, but that's it. And then the combat is kind of it gets annoying because you start they start throwing a bunch of dudes at you, and like it's it's there, like you can do it, but it's just not fun. I mean, it's intense because they make it intense, like yeah. for like specific reasons, but it's not like. I don't know. It's not very skillful. You don't no, feel yeah, like you're no. like beating. It's very, very one and, note. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of just end up button mashing a little bit and and stuff like that. But like when you get out of it, you like have to like catch a breath for a second. Because... And there's other times too where it's like you're just the, the the stress is real. Like you have to sprint from like there's like super super dark parts. There's super parts where people, things are are chasing you and and like. It's very, very intense. Uh, lots of crazy parts in that game. Um, yeah, but I'm very excited to. Pl- I'm I'm playing it in very short bursts. Yeah, which I that's don't know if that's to. a good idea, but like that's the only amount I can play in one sitting, which yeah. is, I guess, a testament to like how the game was designed. Like I feel like I'm going crazy when I'm playing it. So, mm-hmm. so it's crazy too because the main girl, I forget her name, uh, Sinua. Yeah, Sinua. The main girl is. Uh, she started doing this as a placeholder. She's just one of the yeah. She was actually like helping or, them with uh, the mocap. Yeah. So she was like, oh, she. They were doing tests for mocap, and she got so good at it. They were just like, no, you're you're the character now. That's you. Oh wow. So she's just like one of the graphic designers or animators or something that worked on the game is also the the does all the voice acting and, and mocap. But like reading an interview wow. with her, like That's one cool. of one of her biggest fears is to like perform things in front of people. So she had to like actually like confront, get, that, confront yeah. that while she was doing it, which definitely comes out in the character that she plays. Authenticity there, yeah, yeah it's really she, she won a bunch of awards for it too, like wow. which is wild because and the game's the first it's a thirty dollar game. It's not ex- yeah, super yeah, yeah. expensive. It's it's made by the team that did uh, DMC Devil May Cry. Okay, um, and it's like a, they they split off and did their own thing for a few years, and this is what came out of it. So really, really cool game. Yeah, yeah. All right, the last thing I need to talk about is. Far Cry 5. Uh, I knew I wanted to play this game. I went to Redbox, rented it for a week. Oh, I was, was going to uh, do the same uh, thing. Swim, Jim, and son of a I trickster. I was just <laughs> talking to Todd about that the other day. 20, I was like, $21. I'm either going to buy Hellblade or rent Far Cry from Redbox. So, yeah, I rented it. I wanted to uh, play it. Um, it's definitely a Far Cry game. Uh, feels very, very similar to the last three Far Cry games. Um, they did make some really good changes with it. Uh, it also, on the, the the One X, it looks absolutely insanely good. Yeah. Like the the HDR in this game is like super perfect. Like it just looks yeah. like photo. I've been looking at getting Ubisoft. Get that. They did that with Wildlands. Like the, yeah, the HDR is like the just, trees in this game yeah. look like a straight up like you're walking through the woods. Like it's really good. It takes place in a rural Montana. Nice. The the plot is. Dumb as shit, uh, and it doesn't. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Todd finds rural Todd, Montana yeah. hilarious. No, no, that's where the fucking meme bunker is. <laughs> the meme bunker. That's where I'm convinced the meme bunker is. Rural Montana. Yeah, I'm convinced that there's a bunker in Montana where there's a bunch of thirty somethings, and that's where all the memes come from. I believe that. That's They're all. dad gamers okay, that's too. All. So Mom, yeah, well he has, <laughs> have you finished the game? Yes, I beat the game. Uh, it took me about a week. Did you find the meme bunk- bunker? I did. There's tons of bunkers <laughs> in this game. Uh, so the game is is divided into three sections. 
and each section has like a mini boss and the whole thing is that there's a cult called the Project at Eden's Gate, uh, which are commonly referred to as Peggy's in the game, which oh, gets really, really annoying. Fuck you. Yeah, what? exactly. That's stupid. Real, real dumb. Um, Peggy's. The entire plot of this game is basically you go to arrest this dude called who calls himself the father of this cult, right? Okay. And he says, this is the proof that the apocalypse is coming and creates a lockdown. You get stuck in, inside this area. What's the proof? The threat that he made? The, the threat that we were going to arrest him is proof that the, the collapse, as they call it, is coming. Okay. And there's... That's <laughs> as thin as you think it could possibly be. Like, every, every, <laughs> single, right. every single cliche about cults, every single, like, thing that you've, they've proven is not true, they, they will touch on in this game. Uh, there's random UFO sightings and random things like that nice. in the game. Yes! Uh, so the, the game is divided into three sections. There's three <laughs> mini bosses. Uh, Jacob, like a three girl uh, named Faith. Jedediah. <laughs> Jacob, John, and Faith. Are you, oh, uh, are you talking like three f like physical sections, right? Physical like sections, on the map? yes. They're divided up. And, okay. Uh, and these bosses control these sections. And every time you go into one of these sections, you have to get a certain amount of resistance points to beat the section to unlock the boss battles. So that's like Wildlands, basically. It's very similar, yep. Okay. But way smaller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, so there's each each zone has these like checkpoints. So that as soon as you hit a certain checkpoint, you have this mandatory cutscene. And so they're awful. Oh god. Like you'll uh, you want to go through the game and you're having fun, you're taking out outposts and you're you're hunting bears and cougars and you're shooting things and doing side quests and it's super fun and you get enough resistance points and all of a sudden you're just like, "Oh, I'm going to jump off this cliff in a wingsuit and oh wait, nope, now I'm going into a trance and I have to listen to these people talk to me for like a good 15 minutes." Oh, is there more That's annoying. drug trance stuff? Oh, yeah, I'll do that. This game is all about <laughs> drug trances. Oh. So when you're in the drug area, there's a drug called Bliss that makes you feel awesome, right? And then when you're okay. in the you're in another area, there's mind control so that when they play a certain song, you trip out. Not awesome. And then, Not yeah. awesome at all. And then there's another Not one where cool. the guy's like all about the seven deadly sins and the power of yes and and do this and and don't you have to own your sins and confess them and pay for them before you can do this. But does do they play that up as funny at all? Because I can no, see that in no. like a GTA like kind yeah, of way where like it's, like, it's not satirical. Oh, it's not yeah. satirical at all. I was like, that could be. I could see that in like Trevor's section and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're like, yep. this yeah. guy's fucking out of his mind and this is awesome. <laughs> but that, no, but yeah, it's it's like that, but not. Uh, so yeah, and all these. Terrible. So you, every single one of these sections, you have to sit through three of those cutscenes. Oh, and they just interrupt you actually having fun playing the actual game that they created. Um, and the bosses are kind of cool. Like once you, they all have their own thing. Like one, Faith is the one who has drugs, and you have to deal with the, like a whole drug trip thing. Mind control dude is a sniper, and you have to like sneak up on him and take out his his sniper perch or whatever it is. And then the other guy is he's a he flies off in a plane, and you end up have to chase him in a plane and take him down with a. And, and it's cool. Sounds they're, like they're cool fun. Far Cry stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. And the the. The world in this is absolutely perfect. Like yeah. they've done so many good things. Uh, it's it's super fun. There's there's bears. There's bears. lots of beer bears. Yeah, you have yes. to uh, black bears, grizzly bears. bears. Uh, uh, there's certain quests and stuff where you actually have to go out and hunt certain skins. Uh, they they change the uh, the way the progression works, and they also have way less guns in the game. So that so you okay. have you have mm -hmm. like it's all right. 
an assault, like a, uh, a generic assault rifle. It's like an M16 or something you start with. No, it's an AR, AR7 or something like that. And it does, it's okay damage. And you can add scopes and stuff to it and make it customize it. And then as you play, you can unlock one that does slightly more damage. But like you really only get maybe one or two tiers higher than that. Mm. Um, the cool thing they did add in this game is there's companions that you can actually like assign to your left and right D-pad slots once you unlock them. With uh, So completing resistance points will give you just points to unlock whatever perk you want. So That's you don't have to go out and like, like yeah, very, very. You don't very have to go do hunt like. a specific skin to get things or, or get to get a bigger wallet or anything like that anymore. You just get generic points and you put them into whatever you want. It's kind of cool, but it also means as soon as you get what you want, you just stop giving a fuck about the point system whatsoever. Uh, so you never <laughs> actually have to go out and hunt animals or do any of the stuff because it's just oh wait, I'm going to use the same gun I've been using for the last ten hours. Uh, so it, it, it's. Good and bad there. Mm. Uh, it's it's still like some of the best like shooting, shooting stuff is super fun in the game. Like it, it just feels really good. And the, like I said, they have the new AI AI companions, and there's a bunch of different ones you can unlock. Um, as you do, as you unlock more of the world, there's no more towers in this game. So Thank as God you oh just shit. kind of as you travel through the world, you'll find these side quests that are actually having you go to different sections. And as you go to those sections, they fill in the map. And it fills in way more organically, and it, it's a. They need to do every game like this now. It's similar That's to cool. how uh, Breath of the Wild did it, but a little bit more verbose. Yeah. Uh, still more, still Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did That's a good, good. job. With That's that. good yeah. though. But like, as you, some of these missions will let you unlock AI characters, and you go to the do a specific thing where you're saving them or helping them out. And there's animal ones, and then there's uh, human ones. There's like a guy who flies. There's a sniper. There's a, a, a stealth person, like that type of stuff. But you also have Boomer the dog, who can go into a place completely stealthily and spot every single one of the people in the outpost for you. Or you can send in the cougar, and the cougar will go in there and take everybody out stealthily, and nobody will even know you're there. Nice. Or you can have Cheeseburger go nice. in. Yes. And Cheeseburger is a giant <laughs> grizzly bear. Yeah, bear. That you just send him there and he, he draws he draws all attention, all aggro, and you can just take everybody out from behind. His name him. is Cheeseburger? His name is Cheeseburger, yeah. All right. He has a really fun. Might have to red box this game. <laughs> so yeah. Um Is it on Game Pass? No, no it's not no. on Game Pass. Uh, no <laughs> fuck. But it's it's it was super fun to play. Like the actual moment to moment stuff in this game is awesome. Um they have a lot of bad like Montana like Republican jokes and stuff like that like make hope great again and stuff like that and just some of the AI characters are fucking dumb and their obnoxious voice acting that I just I couldn't even listen to them uh, yeah. you play with them for a little while because if you play with them for however many kills they get you get an extra perk point or something from yeah. it and then you just drop them I'm sure I played with Boomer who was spotting people and I played with the uh, Nick who is the the pilot because he would just take out planes that were trying to kill me it was great. Super easy, but Nick wow. gets real annoying real quick. So, so you really get your choice of perks. Yes, exactly. Um, the hmm. wingsuit is back, and you can fly forever. Nice. Uh, the mountainous area is crazy because you can just find a crazy peak and just jump off it and glide forever. Uh, tons of different planes and helicopters. It, it's just super, super fun. Uh, the ending of the story is bad. <laughs> just like the rest of the story oh, um, it's not like it, they don't earn it at all it's like uh, it just comes out of nowhere and there's no foreshadowing there's no nothing and you're just like okay I get why you did that but that was fucking super lame so do you do you eventually kill the main uh, I'm, not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna ruin it well 
there, there, there's stuff that happens, and you have a choice whether you can just do one thing or the other, and both of them suck. So, the oh. story. Do not play the game for the story. The story's garbage. Damn it. Oh, there is an actual. Uh, I was hoping the story be good. There is, there is a good. Yeah, right. Yeah. There is a good mission in this game where you have to go and get um, bull testicles for a festival. Oh. And there's oh, the, three different the, kinds the, of testicles. The testicle right? festival. Yes, the, the testicle te- festival. Yeah. Yes. Testicle festival. <laughs> so you have to get three <laughs> different kinds. There's uh, there's blue, which means you have to kill a bull before he is while he's having sex before he comes. Come on. Uh, yep, that <laughs> no. is a thing. Oh, blue balls. Uh, you have right. uh, roasted. <laughs> roasted. You have to flamethrower a cow and <laughs> take his balls, and then uh, mashed. You have to actually hit them with a car and take them out, and then take the bull's balls. So yes. Some interesting, some interesting things. Uh, you get a microwave gun from uh, some random space mission thing you do, and you can just walk up to people and just vaporize them. That sounds fucking stupid. There's a lot of real dumb shit, but it's all real fun to play. Um, and it's Far Cry. Yeah, it sounds like a Far Fuck Cry game. Them. It's real Far Cry. Um, I wish that they Fuck had taken them. this. If they had, if they had done like the political climate we're in now and they had yeah, capitalized right? yeah. on the story they could have done so much with this instead it's just like this hollow mess right? where of, of cliches it doesn't even need to be now like there's you, so much rich weird mm. fucked up cult shit they could have pulled from yep. you mm-hmm. could really go with the crazy priest cult you could yep. oh man there is a fun yeah mission. i really like that doesn't even need too. to be the priest like it's in a uh, weird nationalist assholes yeah like yeah, and the, a lot of that, like they, they're like sometimes they'll they'll hit the edge of it in this game. Like they'll say something that's almost commenting on something, but it never quite does it. Mm-hmm. It's always just like we're just gonna be politically correct I, too much. Yeah, to go I that feel far. like they were going in that direction, and then Trump got elected, and they were like, I don't think we can do this really Maybe. because should have like, gone the other way. Off, yeah. went fucking right, harder. Right, exactly. They should have uh, like just said fuck it and just gone all out. But I remember, like, when they first teased it, everybody was very excited that it was going to be, like, some sort of crazy religious cult or whatever. And then they were like, no, nah, it's not really anything. Yeah. So. It's not. There's no, like, point so to it whatsoever. Stupid. Yeah, that's too But bad. it was super fun. Like, I yeah. still, like, if I had it, I would still be playing the side missions because it's super fucking fun. There's one, like, uh, group of side missions. I forget the dude's name. But he's just, like, some crazy, uh, like... Daredevil thing, so you have to go find his missions, and you're basically ATVing through the the mountains doing crazy stuff. But the second you click one of his missions, a and a flaming eagle fills the whole screen. It's like ah, America, like it's crazy, like it's like the most cle- like ridiculous. The it's it's so crazy. Oh boy. Yeah, there's a oh there's boy. a mission in one of the sections where the guy who has the power of yes, he has like a giant Hollywood sign that says yes, and you have to go destroy it with a rocket launcher. And that's <laughs> kind of cool. Fun. That's kind of cool. I'll wait till it goes on sale. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. Yeah. Like it's if I I cannot stress enough that it, like it is super fucking fun to play. Like you won't regret purchasing it because you'll be having fun. But sure. if don't listen to or pay attention to the story whatsoever. Yeah, I have a lot of fun games I haven't played yet. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, <laughs> a lot, a lot of fun games. I've played it yet. sounds a lot like Wildlands, though. Like yeah. I'm not into yeah, that really for the does. story. I'm yes. into that for like it also has the full co-op support. Experience. So, uh, but the only yeah, one but person the Far Cry gets game is like full co-op support has always been pretty lackluster. No, no, it's full co-op support. But you said nobody, some one person doesn't. Only get one any person, credit. only one person gets credit on the the per, the host yeah. gets the credit. That's not really that great of a no. co-op <laughs> support. But you can play the entire game together and just wreck yeah, th- people. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. 
Um, if you're on a PS4, apparently the game share stuff works too, and you don't actually have to own the copy of the game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. I had fun playing it, but I'm glad I only paid twenty one dollars and rented it for a week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And if I want to go back and get anything else, I'm pretty sure my brother-in-law bought it anyway, so I can just borrow from him. Sweet. Heck an A, man. Heck an A. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Montana. <laughs> oh, I feel like they missed the big opportunity. They really did. Yeah. Like, it could have been so much cooler than it was. Yeah. Like, imagine if you were legitimately, like, on edge with the shit you were doing. You know what I mean? If you were, yeah. like, slightly frightened or disturbed by anything that was going on. Just elicit some fucking sort of feeling from the player. You yeah. know what I mean? Besides, like, I mean, oh, do, it's like, a fucking idiot fight. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> basically, yeah. I don't understand why, but I'm going to do come back here and do it yeah. naked. Like, like, that's well, one of the a, comments. Like, a big yeah. thing with Far Cry 3 and 4 with the story was that, that the bad guy was... Super charismatic, yeah. Yeah, was like, was basically the entire story. Yeah. And you didn't really this mention one, the bad guy... At father, all. Like, like he starts off it. and he does his thing and he gets pissed off when you kill one of his children or his brother and sisters, but it's nothing like they're not, they're all very skin deep. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing good about it. And they're acted well. Like it's the, they're pretty well known actors. The guy who played Jacob in Lost is one of the guys, the guy who played, oh, fuck him. Um, <laughs> one of the dudes from castles in it or something like that. Like, the, the main guy, the father, looks like some dude I've seen in a bunch of random movies. Like, they're actual actors, but the writing is just not there. Yeah, that's too bad. Fuck them. Ah, so much potential. Right? All right. I was looking forward to that. Yeah. I, I kind of knew I was cult as shit. It's still fun. You know? I'm kinda glad I, I chose Hellblade over it. That's yeah, for sure. I yeah. kind of knew I wasn't going to play it. I mean, Redbox is still worth it. Yeah, yeah. I might do that at some point. Like it's like you'll have fun. Like yeah, you will have fun playing that game. Like it's super fun to shoot things in the head in that game, just like Destiny. Destiny's fun. I just want to cut For off some minute. bull testicles at this point. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah, you could do that right? in the testicle festival. Yeah. Testicle While, festival. While uh, festival. fucking some uh, female cows. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother! Yeah. All right, yeah. can I go talk about two more dad games real quick? Do it up. I need to talk about Shadow Tactics. Shadow Tactics. Shadow <laughs> fucking <laughs> tactics. Sounds like a dad game. This is a game I wanted to like <laughs> okay. a lot. A fucking lot. I liked it a lot, and I don't like it. I wasn't expecting <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. I was not expecting that. Yeah. I wanted to like it a lot. So, uh, fuck. I think it's a good game, but I. But you don't like it. I didn't really like it. I tried. I played for seven or eight hours. So it's a. Semi, it's a, no, it's a real time sh- <laughs> stealth <laughs> tactics game. Okay. Sorry, I cut myself there. So, like a board game? No, it's real time. <laughs> it's real time. But it's kind of like that. I mean, I like stealth games, um, but this is like an isometric sort of mm. view. Uh, so, like, like Metal Gear Solid 1? Um, Mm, it's more like I don't know. It's really not like and it's like level based. Uh, okay. I mean, I guess sort of like Metal Gear Solid One, but not at all like that. <laughs> so yeah, it's isometric. Perfect description. Yeah, it's like isometric, <laughs> top down. You get you start with this one uh, character guy, uh, but there's four or five different characters you can play. Um, so you have uh, there's like vision cones for all the bad guys that you're doing. You're just trying to go through these missions. Like it's like, oh, get to whatever point A to point B, do the thing, 
You're like, okay. And there's a fucking bunch of guys in the middle. Uh, but you have all these skills that you can use. So the one main guy, I don't remember his fucking name, uh, but he's got a like a ninja star that he can use. Uh, so you can go into these bushes, uh, and if you get close enough, you can throw it. It's a one-hit kill, uh, but it makes like a sound radius mm-hmm. around him. Uh, it's and a that's noisy like, kill. That's like his main shtick, and he can like use his little ninja rope to go up on roofs and you can kind of jump down on guys and stealth kill them. And Sounds shit. like the game Commandos. Is it like, I've never played Commandos. Yeah, really? It might be very much like, like that, that old school PC game. Yeah, I never, never played it. Oh, I love that game. But it, yeah, it might continue. very much be like it that. sounds a lot like that. Uh, so there's, they're like classes of. Yeah, dudes? there's different classes. So All there's right. that guy. Uh, then there's another dude who's like a big uh, chubby samurai man um, and his special thing is he has like a <laughs> so fucking stupid he has sake that he can throw <laughs> and if you <laughs> he can only throw it like this is totally Kenny he can only he can Kenny only throw here. it fucking 10 feet <laughs> and if like the dude's vision code picks up on it like the, you know they pat around and do all these patterns but then if their vision code's long too it's like probably 50 60 feet and if they see the sake they're like, huh? And then they fucking, you know, move <laughs> toward it and will walk toward it. Uh, and it's like a way to get them off of their, you know, line. Uh, and then you can move <laughs> in with the other guy and come up behind him and, you know, shlink him. Uh, and then you can stash him in the bushes. So kind of what you're trying to do is like go like piece by piece and like kind of, you know, get these, uh, you know, these guys out of the way as best you can to make like a clear path to the way you have to go um, using the tools that you have. Sounds fun, right? Yeah. It's pretty fucking cool, but it gets way, way too hard. Mm, okay. um, so the the really... Is un- this the game that made by the dude that did Dust? No. No? No. No. Um, so the, the cool, unique thing that the game does is you can program uh, like a thing that you want the character to do. Like you can like kind of save it in like a temporary memory sort of thing. So you can put guys in position and like queue up a move. Uh, and then when you're ready, you can use the one guy to like execute the move, and then you just hit enter, and then the other guy will start taking his move. Or you can just queue him up and hit enter, and they'll both do the move. So you can sync up shit, and it's super satisfying to do. Um, definitely sounds like commandos. Yeah, it's, it definitely sounds. It's really fucking cool. And then there's this other chick that like sets traps and has a whistle, so she can like pu- pull people into traps with the whistle and distract. Um, and there's another lady that uses disguises, but it's just very inconsistent with the difficulty on the missions. Like some of them are just, they're just too fucking hard. And there's a really quick, quick save and quick load, but it's just like, it's just so much trial and error, trial and error, trial and error. And then I, I you'd like beat a mission that's impossible. Then you go to the next one and it just flows nice. You play through it and it's like, this is fucking great. Yeah. Um, and then the one I ended up quitting on it, it was fucking infuriating. It's just like a billion dudes. You're in control of like three or four characters. And then you get to this base where there's just seven gajillion guys. And there's, it's isometric. So it's from, you know, the top down like three mm-hmm. quarter. And there's an upper level and a bottom level on this base. And like you can't tell yeah. which fucking floor the people are on and the vision cones. And you're just like, I was like, this is. The I, game I thought you were talking about was Never Stop Sneaking. Oh, yeah. I played that too, but I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much right now. But yeah. Shadow, t- uh, I I just was like it was just too much of a chore, and I was like, yeah. it's definitely not a me game. No, no I was way. like I it it wasn't a me game, which that says a lot. I was like this is no, um, too intense for Todd. Yeah, it's too intense for anyone. <laughs> yeah, 
But second dad game, this is the game I ended up playing, Civ Five, Fresh oh, yeah. off the fucking mm. press. Six-year-old game. <laughs> Civ Five. Yeah, Civ Six came out last year, right? It did. Yeah. It did. Still playing Civ Five. I've never really played it. I never played I own it. I've never played Same. it. Same. I bought it like four or five years ago. I played like maybe like half the training mission, and then that was it. Um, and I dumped like 30 hours into it in like a week and a half, two weeks. It's fucking good. Oh, yeah. Civ's great. It's really fun. The only one I ever played was the Xbox one, that like simplified. Uh, love that one. The Revolution. Yeah, one? Civ yeah. Revolution. Yeah. yeah, love that one. So yeah, so, so much fun. I, yeah, I fucking love that game. So I was like, <laughs> I'll try this out, and um, it's fucking a lot more going on because yeah. I have all the expansions. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> but it's yeah. Well, it came. You know, it was one well, of those Steam know, yeah. uh, Steam things. Uh, it's fucking mint. It's a it's a lot to. M- I don't know. It's a lot to man. I played it on the recommended like easy one chieftain uh, mm. to start, and it was cool. Like you make your city or whatever, uh, and you're just going for four win conditions. Who'd there. you Who'd you pick? I played Germany for the first one. Then I played Brazil on the second one. And Germany's special perk is they get these fucking elite banks in the modern age, and then they get at the beginning when you're conquering the barbarian camps, you have a sixty-seven percent chance to. When you defeat the enemy barbarian camp for them to join your squad. Oh, that's sick. Which is dope. That yeah. sounds like history. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works. Germans, huh? Yeah. So you're going for like cultural victory. There's a diplomatic victory, which I don't even fucking know what that is. There's the tech victory, which has launched a rocket. <laughs> then there's the military one. Just kill everybody. Um, so I just went for culture because I find that fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was a good. That was a good explanation, Todd. Yeah, I find that fun. So the old the Civ Rev one, which is the only one I played. All you did was I think build wonders, right? You built wonders. Yeah, you needed seven wonders it, to win. It was right? turn well, no, based. It was turn based. Yeah, you built wonders and you had to defend, of course, and upgrade eventually. But I think you collected resources as well. No, you definitely did. No, I'm yeah. talking about the victory condition for the for the uh, oh, the cultural now. victory. I think it was just. I think it was build twenty wonders. Something like. I think that. that's what it was. It's a lot of wonders. But this one, the cultural victory, is fucking insanely difficult. It's more, yeah. way more involved. You have to generate tourism. Uh huh. Oh. Which is fucking nuts. I, I Come to gonna, Germany, have more sausage. Basically. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> um, so anywho, I played through on Chieftain. It was very easy, and I, the mid game I got wicked bored because I was just like. They have this cool thing where they recommend, like, you have, like, different advisors, like, an economic advisor, a military. They tell you kind of, like, what to build and recommend. Mm. Um, and I was just like, hmm, I'll just go with this. And the mid-game just got wicked boring because it was just like, build this, build this, fucking whatever, cruise control, let's go. So I was like, I'm going to play the next game hard or difficult. So I jumped it up, too, and it was way fucking harder <laughs> and way more fun because you actually have to make decisions that matter. matter yeah. Yeah. So I was like building my starting city and then I expanded to a second city and then I started running out of food in my first city, which I've never fucking done. I was like, yeah. oh shit. So you have to upgrade more plots with workers and then you have to build different buildings that give you better food production and doing all that. You actually really have to think about what buildings you're building 
uh, all along. And then my happiness, I never had, when I was playing on the idiot difficulty, the happiness was just through the roof 24-7. <laughs> and in this, it was dipping down, and I'm like, fucking what? Like, like if you expand too fast, people get pissed. So then you got to build buildings to, like, counteract that and get more food and do this shit. So it's, like, way more choices are going into all the buildings that you're putting into these different cities, and you're kind of managing that uh, and getting that going, which was super fun. I had a really good time with it. Uh, and then I was playing Brazil, and their thing is they get these cultural bonuses during Golden Ages, and you get Golden Ages by generating excess happiness. So I was trying to make everybody really happy. Because um, the more golden <laughs> makes ages, sense. You get, yeah, yeah, the more golden makes ages you get, sense. the happier. I mean, you get that by making people happy. So uh, that's how you generate more tourism. They have a tourism boost during golden ages. So I was just trying to make everybody uh, wearing the. <laughs> so stupid when they when they when you eventually turn them like past the cultural threshold, they're like, "Well, wearing your blue jeans." And it was so stupid because I was doing blue really jeans make people happy. Yeah, I was apparently. doing really good, so it started happening. Like in the 1850s, I like surpassed the first like, and it was like Montezuma was like, "Well, wearing your blue jeans." I'm like, "Dude, fuck you, That's an idiot." Um, but it was really cool. Toward the end of that game, I like fully was like grasping the systems and exactly what I was trying to do. I was like, I'm trying to stack culture, get tourism, dig up these artifacts. And like, there was definitely a lot more to do when I was actually playing on a harder difficulty. Yeah. And, uh, and there's two more, right? Two more difficulty levels. There's like four more, I oh, think Jesus Christ. or three, yeah, three or four more. Um, and I figured out it was, I made me, I was so proud of myself. It's so stupid. But uh, <laughs> so you generate great people, right? And the great people uh, you can have make great works like musicians and artists and uh, whatever. And you have to have the slots in your cities. So you just like keep making great works and great works. And they that's what makes the tourists come to your cities. Uh, but I was getting further in the game and I didn't have any great music slots. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then what I realized is that the great musicians have this other thing called a they can go on tour basically and like do like a concert fucking tour to boost culture to a certain place. So I only needed Japan at the end of the game. And I was like, Oh fuck. So I did a trade negotiation with them to open up the borders. And then I fucking walked my <laughs> concert musician into the fucking city, played a fucking show and won the game. It was awesome. That's awesome. I was so excited. I was like, I figured it out. This is great. It sounds so, like you built yourself a hype simulator. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> basically. And I did that final portion of the game. I woke up at 5 and started playing Civilization <laughs> on Saturday morning. I remember that because we were trying to get you to play Overwatch. And Brian was just like, Todd was like, nah, I woke up at 5 and playing Civ. Yep. <laughs> I won the game by fucking like 7.45 and then I went and played disc golf. There you go. It was a good morning. I'm done. Awesome. Sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about those two things because I was not going to talk about them again next time. So, Cool. I think that's probably going to do it for the oh, podcast that's it. then. Yeah. A longer that's one. It. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Social Nerd Rev. You can find us on Facebook at Running in Circles Podcast. You can email us at socialnerdreview at gmail.com or check out the podcast at socialnerdreview.com. Uh, thank you, Luke, for being here. Hey, thanks, anytime. Luke. Pleasure as always. And that's going to do it until next month. Bye, Kenny. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
Attention. Attention all shoppers. <laughs> Dildo sale. 75% off. Clearance. Oh. Open box item only. Oh. <laughs> I was just thinking. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> I was just thinking of like. Come on down. A real, like a, one of those weird fleshy huge dongers with the balls. But then just like. <laughs> Just a fucking huge pube patch on the bottom, <laughs> like of the dildo. It's just like, uh, or maybe that's an accessory incredible. we can sell. It's just like a cock uh, ring with a ton of hair on the outside. Uh, <laughs> you just you you can it. groom it. I'm just picturing, <laughs> picturing like a huge dick with like Kenny's long hair parted on top. Of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey guys. Oh my god. Oh, uh, oh boy. Oh god. Uh,